0: what's going on folks today is monday october 16th and you have just tuned in to case catholic radio as always i am your host steve perry so i began writing today's podcast episode literally on wednesday of last week It's based on one of the readings from Wednesday, and it took me until today to finish it up. So sorry for the delay, but hopefully it'll be worth the wait. But be that as it may, today is a Monday, and so... It's time for Dad Joke Monday. What does Batman like in his drinks? Just ice. Ah, I appreciate that you guys haven't gotten sick of me yet. Anyway, today's topic is inspired both by a conversation I had with one of our students a couple of weeks back and the first reading from Wednesday of last week. What we're going to do today is we're going to look at the figure of Jonah from Wednesday's first reading, And use his story as a place to start to talk about the question of why do I not always get what I ask for in prayer? So as we prepare to open up the scriptures, I invite you guys to just stop, take a second, collect yourself, and remember that wherever you are, you are in the presence of a God who loves you. This is a reading from the book of Jonah. But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord, Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? That is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now, Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. But the Lord replied, Is it right for you to be angry? Jonah had gone out and sat down at a place east of the city. There he made himself a shelter, sat in its shade, and waited to see what would happen to the city. Then the Lord God provided a leafy plant, than to live. But God said to Jonah, Is it right for you to be angry about the plant? It is, he said. I am so angry I wish I were dead. But the Lord said, You have been concerned about this plant, though you did not tend it or make it grow. It sprang up overnight and died overnight. And should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh in which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left, and also many animals? The word of the Lord. So Jonah is like almost a comedic figure in my mind. He literally refuses to go to preach to Nineveh because he's like, if I do that, God, I know that you're going to forgive them, and I don't want to be a part of that. And when he does finally, after getting swallowed by a whale, acquiesce to God's command, it plays out exactly like he expected. And he's like, oh, woe is me. I knew you would be merciful. Just kill me now. I don't want to have to live in a world where you forgive people like these. I feel safe in saying that of all the prophets throughout ancient history, Jonah was definitely the biggest drama queen. Now, it's easy for us to look back at the figure of Jonah and be like, man, he is ridiculous. He's obviously asking for all the wrong things, and he pouts and whines when he doesn't get them. But it leads me to wonder, how often do I do the exact same thing? I've heard it said before that God almost never says no to anything asked of him in prayer. His response instead is almost always one of three things. Yes, not yet, or I have something better in mind. And I've come to believe that this is 100% true. I believe that when I ask God for something and it doesn't play out like I asked it to, that it is because either he plans to give that thing to me in his time or because he wants something better for me than the thing that I'm asking for. It's easy for us to get frustrated when our lives don't play out the way that we pray for them to, but it can help us to weather that frustration when we keep in mind that God's designs for us are so far above our own, and he knows so much better how to get us where we actually ultimately want to be. Now, I don't think that it's very hard to keep this in mind or to believe it when the things that we're praying about are superficial things. Like if the prayer in question is a prayer to get tickets to a great concert before they sell out, or to get a chance to study abroad in a place that we've always wanted to go, or to get a good grade on a test, it's easier to see how God might have a greater plan in mind that doesn't include that prayer being directly answered. But where this becomes a lot harder is when what we're asking for is something huge, something genuinely important, and something good. To use probably the most poignant example out there, I might be whining and pouting when I'm mad that God didn't end up letting me get those concert tickets I was looking for. But what if I'm a parent praying for my infant daughter to live through an illness? or a brother praying for his sibling to get over a serious injury, and that prayer doesn't get answered. Then, it seems to me, acting like Jonah, being angry at God, being angry at everything, that doesn't seem like whining and pouting. That seems justified. In that situation, God's response to my prayer wasn't a yes. It wasn't a not yet, and if I'm in that situation, I probably cannot see how it could possibly be and I have something better in mind. What do I do then? Do I just stomach it, say God works in mysterious ways and pretend like everything's okay? In my opinion, and this really is just my opinion, no. In situations like this, and it's an extreme example, but lesser things can fit in here too. You are hurting. And you feel that God could have and should have protected you from that pain. If you try and deal with this just by continuing to pray our fathers and hail Mary is like nothing's wrong, while inside you're seething at him, that's going to do more harm to your relationship with God than being authentic. I believe that if you're angry with God, let your prayer express that. God is a big boy. He can handle whatever anger you throw at him, whatever words you throw at him, and whatever pain you throw at him. In that way, I think Jonah is actually a great model for us. He genuinely feels that God has done wrong by him, and he doesn't hide it from God. He speaks openly to him about it. Jonah literally tells God, You have given me a life that I don't want to live anymore. I am so angry that I want to be dead. And just look back at how God responds to Jonah. He doesn't get angry. He doesn't have hurt feelings. He just uses the opportunity to teach Jonah more about himself. To reveal more of himself to Jonah. But with that said... Jonah, in his authentic prayer, does go wrong in a subtle but significant way. While his anger at God is authentic, it is also prideful. By that I mean Jonah is not angry simply as an emotional response to what God did or didn't do. He's angry because he thinks he knows better than God. He thinks God has done wrong, and that it was God's mistake that justifies his anger. To say this in another way, he thinks that God has failed at being who God is supposed to be. When our anger at God comes from a genuine hurt whether it's from something as devastating as the loss of a child or sibling, or something more typical like missing out on a job or an abroad experience that you desperately wanted, it is very, very easy to think this same thing. And when we do, we do harm to ourselves and to our relationship with God. As challenging as this can be when we are really hurting, we must never be prideful in prayer we must always remember as Christians that God never fails. And while we may never know on this earth what greater good he was protecting by denying us the answer that we sought in prayer, our faith in him demands trust that this good exists. This doesn't mean we can't be angry, but as Saint Paul says in his letter to the Ephesians, if you are angry, Let it be without sin. Somewhat recently, I came up with this motto that's really been a guiding force for my own walk with the Lord. And I think it really applies here. When I disagree with God, it is not him who needs to change. It is me. Well, that's our podcast for today, folks. Know that you are all in my prayers, especially as midterms week gets rolling. I wanted to give a quick plug to any of you who are not on our Newman email list or who haven't been checking out Holy Rosary's Bulletin. This Thursday, instead of Newman night, because this is a stressful week and a lot of you are probably going to be looking for an opportunity to decompress, we're going to be having a game night at Holy Rosary starting at 6 p.m. We're going to have a ton of games there, a ton of pizza and snacks. But if you want to bring some of your own favorites, please do so. And also, definitely encourage you guys to invite friends, because this is by no means restricted to Newman members. All are welcome to join. With that said, we'll see you guys on Thursday, and we should be coming out with another episode before then. Until then, y'all, remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. Peace.